Hello and welcome to the Effective Living Podcast, a podcast for ideas, strategies, insights, and conversations, all focused on how to live a more effective and more prosperous life. Once again, I'm your host, Nathaniel Nunziante, and today's podcast is all about how to stay the course with positive change. We've all heard the expression, old habits die hard. It's something that most of us can relate to very deeply, especially concerning the bad habits. And it really is true. Making any change that requires you to modify an unhealthy behavior that has become habitual or automatic is really, really difficult and requires time. There is just no quick hack or gimmick for speeding it up, but there are some strategies for how to more easily maintain your course when it gets the hardest not to fall into those old patterns. So today, we're talking about a few practical ways we can stick with positive change and stay motivated when it gets really tough. Now, this is something I started thinking about deeply a few years ago when I was specifically struggling to undo a bad habit. And in fact, I, I, I opened up my journal from that time, and I revisited my thoughts from that time as I was preparing for today's podcast. What's funny is that I realized the insight I had at the time and the things that I wrote about was much more about just getting clarity on the problem itself. It wasn't so much about you know the practical solution to that problem. And that was at a time when I was really finally beginning to understand that importance of having clarity on an issue when it comes to dealing with it. You know, we tell ourselves a lot of lies or we avoid critically thinking because we're just afraid of the truth. So we don't want to face it clearly. But that's a topic for another podcast. So I don't want to get into that here. So anyway, at the time, I was thinking about all of the different times in my life I had started positive changes in the past. And then the old patterns and the old habits pulled me backward. And I had a bit of an epiphany. I got this image in my mind that made it really clear to me what the root of the problem was. I, I saw my life as a tree. And I know that sounds strange. Just go with me on this. I saw my life as a tree, right? And the fruit on that tree were all the behaviors, the decisions, the actions that I was making in the external world. But the source of those behaviors were embedded deep in the roots of the tree, in the identity and the makeup of the tree. And I realized that if you pick all the apples from off a tree, you can more easily convince yourself and maybe even convince others that it's not an apple tree, right? You can say, hey, this is a pear tree. And because there's no apples on it, it, it doesn't look that different from a pear tree. And to the naked eye, to the average passerby, they'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, it's a pear tree. At a glance, it doesn't look that much different from one. But what happens after a bit of time? Well, if it's an apple tree, apples will inevitably grow again. And why? Because the identity of the tree didn't change. The makeup of its internal systems and its roots didn't change at all. We just manually remove the behaviors and actions, you know, the, the apples, the fruit, for a time by removing them from view. Well, the change in our lives can be like that sometimes. We start acting differently, being more polite, eating healthy, making better choices, right? Doing better things. But if we don't change our makeup, if we don't change the fundamental systems or the, the roots, if you will, of those behaviors, then eventually those same fruits that we just spent all that time removing are going to grow back. 
And at this moment in my life, the nice cheesy saying that came to mind was, if you want to change your fruits, you have to change your roots. I know it's corny, but it's it's also simple and obvious and much deeper than it seems on the surface. I realized then that the source of my problem was not actually in the changing of behaviors, but rather in the changing of my mindset, my attitude, and what I believed about myself. The metaphor of you know my life being a tree went even deeper than I had originally thought. Imagine that I, I do make the fundamental change, right? Imagine that I, I rip up the roots of the old bad behaviors, the roots of the old bad fruits, and I plant entirely new seeds, right? A, a new tree. Well, should I expect to see the new fruit of that new tree immediately? Of course not. There is a process of growth that is required before the nature of that new tree can bear its fruit. First, it has to develop to maturity, right? It has to finish its process of growth. In fact, for a period of time, it won't even be obvious it's a different tree. To the passerby, to the onlooker, they might think it's the same old tree it's always been. And if the tree looks at itself, right, if the tree could see itself, a reflection of itself, if the tree is relying on seeing those fruits in order to feel validated, in order to feel like it's changed, well, it's going to be discouraged for a while because it's not going to see those very surface evidences, those fruits for a while. So the key is to remember that when you make such a life-altering change as to change your beliefs about yourself, to, to, to uproot the old beliefs, right, to, to change things fundamentally, well, that change will take some time before it shows itself on the surface. Did you know that bamboo is a plant that will grow underground for about five full years before you see any evidence on the surface? But once it breaks through the surface, it can be 90 feet in as little as five weeks. So it's important to understand that during a growth period, an early growth period, it still needs to be watered. It still needs to be nurtured, right? It still needs to survive long enough to break through and show itself. Now, I'm not saying in your life that's going to take you five years after a fundamental change to see the results and the fruit, if you will, if you're in your life. I'm just saying that we so often get discouraged because we decide we're going to make a new start. We're going to be different and better, right? And then on day three, we look in the mirror and we see some of the same old fruits on the tree and we get discouraged. We think, oh, it wasn't real or I didn't do it right just because everything hasn't changed. But look out your window right now and look at a tree. If you yank the roots up today, if you cut it off from its roots the tree is going to look the same for a little while. It's not just going to die instantly. It's going to take time for that change in the roots to show in the fruits, in the leaves, right? In the external. So just because you look the same as you did yesterday does not mean you are the same. Don't let the fact that some old habits are holding on to you initially discourage you from staying the course and from trusting the process. Now, it was years ago, right, when I drew this picture in my mind and I had this uh, realization, but it was only a few weeks ago that it came full circle and I realized something else about fundamental change that brought it to even fuller clarity. And I want to present this picture to you. If you're walking into the desert, right, go with me. If you're walking into the desert for weeks, so now you're deep in the desert, at any moment in time, you could decide, you know what, I don't want to be in a desert anymore. 
and you can make a 180 degree turn about face and now you're heading back out of the desert, right? But at that exact moment of change, you are still as deep in the desert as you were two minutes ago. The decision to turn away, to start heading in the right direction, does not instantly change your immediate location, right? Imagine if five minutes after turning around in the desert, you thought, hey, why am I still hot? Why am I still in the desert? I decided I wasn't going to be in a desert anymore. I thought I changed. I thought I was doing the right thing. Why am I still experiencing all of the woes and challenges of the desert? Well, because changing direction doesn't change location. Not, not instantly anyway. Remember that. Changing direction doesn't instantly change location. For a little while after you change direction, you're still in the same neighborhood. It's going to take some time to get out. It's going to take some time before the environment looks different, before the fruits look different, before you make it to the new place you're now heading. Having clarity about this is so important because it provides us with that extra motivation to hold on and stay the course when things feel like or look like they haven't really changed. Old habits do die hard. For a while, you're going to hear those same old neighborhood voices. You're going to walk past those same old hangouts. You're going to see those same old fruits and have to resist them. But it will get easier. The longer you stay the course, the more automatic that new course becomes. So just hold on for as long as you can. And as I always like to do, I want to now include some practical advice on how we can more effectively do that, right? Because it's all well and good to say, hold on, stay the course, but, but how, right? What steps can we take to stay the course with positive change? Well, Tip number one, I'd say, is, is firstly, you have to focus on your identity rather than your behaviors. And I've, I've touched on this in, in other podcasts, so you can check those out too. But it's that whole root versus the, the fruit, right? Root versus the leaves. Behavior change is useful, but it won't last if the underlying cause is not dealt with. So instead of just trying to force yourself to do different things, ask yourself, why am I doing these things? Remember, it's vital to get clarity on an issue before you start dealing with the issue. To understand what you believe about yourself and what is the root of that action and to work on changing that. There's an um, amazing quote by Henry David Thoreau that I say all the time, and it's so powerful. For every thousand hacking at the leaves of evil, there is one striking at the root. And you could, you know, change that to change, right? For every thousand hacking at the leaves of change, there is one striking at the root. So you have to be wise. And instead of hacking at the leaves of your problems, strike them at the root. Work on who you are, and that will take care of what you do. Now, tip number two is in two parts, right? So I'll call this tip 2A. If you've already made a change, there's one way to deal with that. But assume you haven't made the change, right? You're, you're heading the wrong direction. You're still walking into the de desert. Well, if you haven't already made the change, write down who you are now and who you want to become. Now, you can call this a mission statement or a credo or whatever. But the point is by writing it down, by journaling it, by making it written and clear and plain – you'll take it more seriously. And I've spoken about journaling and how helpful it is in almost every podcast, and I, I keep coming back to it because of how effective it is. Clarity is so important, and there are just so many distractions nowadays that we don't spend much time on critically thinking and understanding ourselves. 
We don't even really spend any alone time with ourselves because of technology and the ability to have your, your whole life at your fingertips. So in a lot of ways, we are strangers to ourselves. We are strangers to our deepest nature. So writing down who we are now and, and being honest with ourselves and then writing down who we'd rather be is a great way to quiet all the noise and get some much-needed clarity, some much-needed alone time with ourselves. Now, that's if you haven't already made the change and you're trying to make that change and then stay the course. But if you've now already made the change, right, and it's, it's just trouble sticking with it, this is probably part two of this tip, 2B, I'll call it. If you've already made a change but you're having trouble sticking with it, put a reminder somewhere in your daily life that you need to focus on the process rather than the destination. And when I say a reminder, I mean something you could literally see that, that's in your face. Don't spend every day judging yourself by some leftover bad fruits or some leftover residual echoes of your old habits, right? Focus on the now. Focus on who you choose to be now. So put some kind of reminder of this clarity in your life where you will see it regularly and then assign it intentionally as a reminder. Decide for yourself, this is the function of this thing being here to remind me of that. This is the same way that a wedding ring reminds you of the covenant you make with your spouse, right? You look at the wedding ring and you remember, oh, I promise through thick and thin, through good or, uh, through thick and thin, through good or bad, no matter for better or for worse, I made that promise. The ring reminds you. So maybe put something that reminds you of the promise you made to yourself to stay the course. It could be literally anything, something that's on your desk. It could be a little note you write to yourself. It could be another ring you wear on your pinky. I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter what it is. Nobody else has to know. Only you have to know. But put something in your face that's going to remind you to stay the course when it gets tough. And tip number three, maybe the most important tip, but you know, I like saving the most important for the end. Forgive yourself. I know it keeps coming back, but I can't avoid saying it because of how important it is. It will take time to make change, fundamental change, and you will slip up. You're going to turn from a moment, right? You're going to fall, but you have to get back up and keep moving forward. You have to forgive yourself so that you can move on, so that you can brush yourself off and remind yourself, I am not perfect, but I am not going back to where I came from. I'm not turning around. My mistakes don't define me. A great tip for forgiving yourself is to first acknowledge it out loud, right? Just actually say that you forgive yourself. Say it to yourself so that your body hears it, so that your mouth gets good at saying it. I forgive myself for this. And then secondly, say what you learned from it. Say what you are going to take from it that will protect you in the future. Identifying the positive lesson from every human mistake is a great way to shift your focus onto what you can do in the future rather than living in the reality of what you did in the past. So to quickly recap, because I know I just said a lot, tip number one, firstly, focus on your identity rather than your behaviors. Instead of just trying to force yourself to do different things, ask yourself, why am I doing these things? Understand what you believe about yourself that's at the root of that action and work on changing that. Work on who you are and that will take care of what you do. Tip two, part A, if you haven't already made a change, write down who you are now and who you want to become as a person. Call it a mission statement, whatever, but writing down who we are now and who we'd rather be is a great way to quiet all the noise of life and get some much needed clarity. Tip number to part B, if you've already made the change, but you're having trouble sticking with it, put a reminder somewhere in your daily life to focus on the process rather than the destination. 
this reminder of clarity in your life whenever you see it and, and you remember the promise you're making to yourself, that'll be its function. The same way a wedding ring reminds you of the promise that you made to your spouse. And tip number three, forgive yourself. You are human. You are going to screw it up. Forgive yourself out loud and ask yourself, what did I learn? Identifying the positive lesson that you're taking from every mistake is a great way to shift focus onto what you can take into the future rather than living in what you did in the past. Now, obviously, this list of tips is not enough by itself to completely solve major emotional, psychological problems or or eliminate bad habits. But the ideas that we're talking about here are a great place to start. I'm living proof of that. Old habits do die hard, but that doesn't mean you can't beat them. So try some of these tips in your own life today to improve your ability to stay the course with positive change and become more effective at transforming yourself into the person you want to be with less friction and fewer setbacks. Check out also my other podcasts where I go into much deeper detail in some of these ideas about motivation, self-control, happiness, discipline, time management, and effectiveness You know, overall. But uh, at the end of the day, I, I just I hope you found this helpful. And if you did, Please follow and subscribe to the Effective Living Podcast. It's available on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at EffectiveLivingPodcast.com. I really want these insights and conversations to help as many people as possible. So please do send it to someone today if you think they might enjoy it, or just quickly share it on your social media. Until next time, stay out of harm's way. I'm Nathaniel Nunziante, and this is the Effective Living Podcast. Podcast.